This is RJ Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes down. This one by Mattingly. Oh, hang on to the RJ Barrett does it again from downtown. He is just tearing the Orioles apart. It's good. Randall gets the bounce, and he ties the game. Houston ducks under. Got it! Creates and shows some dexterity as well with the left hand. Yankees win! Yankees win! All right. Happy New Year. (laughs) Hope everybody enjoyed their New Year's Eve. Um, Welcome to the show. Welcome to BD4. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. This is episode 297 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. It would have been cool if episode 300 would have been the episode on the new year. Could have been like a celebratory episode where, I don't know. But... It would have been cool. It would have been cool if it worked out naturally like that. But this is going to be a good show. Um, We're expected to have maybe three guests. Hopefully we can get three. um, All depending on if they get back to me in time on the show tonight for up 297. Um, We're supposed to be with three other folks talking UFC. um, The new year. That'll be in this episode that you're listening to right now a little later in the show. Obviously, we're going to first start off with the Knicks in a bit. Talk about their latest defeat in Oklahoma City Thunder yesterday. (laughs) You know, just when you think, well, you know, I didn't, you know, but they did win three straight. Uh, What was it, like four of their last five, maybe two? And then they they, they go out there um, and they lose to OKC. Granted, without some of their, you know, starters, but we'll get into that. Um, But yeah, again, I I hope everybody has had a good one so far. I hope your New Year's Eve was nice. Uh, I had a quarantine. I'm still finishing out my quarantine. I had, I called the, uh, I think it's the Omicron thing. It's just I have a slight cold, so fortunately, the effects for me haven't been bad. Um, now I caught COVID, and I think it was in, towards the end of the summer. For the first time, I caught COVID. It's been the same thing. So fortunately for me, you know, I don't. When I first caught it, it was the same thing. I had a slight cold. You could hear it in my voice, but other than that, I felt pretty good. Um, so I'm feeling the same way right now. Hopefully, this is this is. It remains this way, and hopefully I'm at the end, and I'll be fine. Um, and I think I will be. Um, but yeah, man, I had a quarantine for New Year's Eve. I don't really go out for New Year's Eve anyway, so it's not like I had um, any plans. But, you know, I might have went down the street, play a little poker, and my buddy would have been, you know, in my plans. But other than that, I'm not one of those people who go nuts for... for uh, for New Year's. Maybe you are, right? 
you know, maybe you go nuts, but me, I like to, to lay back at this point. <laughs> and I've always been this way. But, um, yeah, it was a good, you know, a good solid year for me. You know, it's always funny, this whole New Year's thing to me, because it's like people, you, you do really, do you people really wait an entire year to, like, change and do these resolutions? You know? I think it's great, don't get me wrong, that people want to change themselves, but it's like, you know, it'll be like August, and like, people will literally, I've heard people say, well, my New Year's resolutions, I already know what I want to do, this and that, it's like, you can change any second of it, you can change tomorrow, today, <laughs> you don't have to wait out the rest of the three, four remaining months of the year, to, to me. <laughs> You know, some, some of the, these resolution stuff, it's too far. And especially on social media, man. It's like, I always poke fun at it. It's like, you, you, we, you, know, you just see all these soliloquies on social media. It's like, this is your business. You don't need to be telling everybody else just so you can get your personal validation. Oh, this whole world, the world isn't for me sometimes, man. I need a break from social. <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. Let's talk Knicks. Let's get into things here. Uh, but first, guys, if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, be sure to do that right now. You can subscribe to BD4, where there's no better way to get you in because Knicks analysis, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, many other platforms to listen to this podcast on you can do so and you can also watch the video format of this podcast up on youtube so if you haven't done so subscribe to this podcast bd4 on youtube leave us a comment like the video dislike the video if you want because at this point it won't even show up they took away the dislike button and I've got my own little conspiracy as to why they did that. But I won't get into that. <laughs> it's political. Um, yeah, all that stuff. Be sure to do that. Share it with your friends if you want. BD4. Alright, so let's get to our first break. Get to the first plug. When we get back, we'll start the show. Hey guys. So I've noticed that only a small portion of you who watch the podcast on YouTube are actually subscribed. So make sure the next time you go to BD4 on YouTube, if you feel like subscribing, do it. This way, it'll help the channel grow, reach out to more audiences, more Knicks fans out there, more Yankees fans out there, MMA fans, sports fans in general. Just whenever you watch BD4 on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to help us grow. So, if you guys want to follow me on social media, be sure to do so right now. I'm on Facebook at RJ Carbone. And I'm also on Instagram at Rob J Carbone. Once again, if you want to find me on Facebook, that is RJ Carbone. Instagram at Rob J Carbone.
By the way, <clears throat> now that it's the new year, the UFC is just two weeks away from starting up again. I believe it's the 15th when um, we've got the uh, first fight card of the year. It's it's the um, Kazmachmaev and I think uh, I think he's the main event. Is it him and um? Jeez, let me look. Yeah, let me let me look. I know it's Cosmo Jemayev and, and somebody else though. It's the other dude who's very good. Oh, I don't know if he's going up against him. Uh, UFC. January fifteenth. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, it's it's okay. So it's not Kazmachmaev. Oh, it's Chikatsi. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Okay, it is Chikatsi. And I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. But but I like this. This dude's good too. He's fourteen and two in the M in MMA, and he's you know, I, I've watched him before. He's legit. I think he's. I don't know if he's part of Khabib's camp. He might be. But he's a monster. Oh, that's going to be a good card. And then, obviously, the, the Francis Naganu card, um, you know, pay-per-view number 270. That takes place uh, the next week, the following week, like the 23rd or whatever it is. I'm terrible at counting, but, oh, man, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good year for the UFC for sure. Um, last year may have been the best ever. That's what a lot of people are saying. You know, I can't hold a true opinion to that because I, you know, caught on 2020, but it was good. Yeah, it was good. So, let's get into it. Let's let's talk Knicks, you know. Uh, and again, th this is just... This is going to be an episode where, where main, mainly, I would say a good portion of this episode, where uh, it's going to be me and, and a few of my buddies talking about UFC the new year and whatever just shooting the shit <clears throat> that's gonna be the later half of the episode but we are gonna talk Knicks for a bit here and they took another loss they took another <laughs> shocker right they took another loss last night um snapping that three game win streak they had and this was to the OKC Thunder uh this was an 80 point outing for the Knicks 95 to 80 in Oklahoma City, they took the loss to the Thunder. Yet R.J. Barrett, 26 points. Robinson led in rebounds with 12. Fournier and Barrett with three assists to lead the team. Fournier and Barrett with two steals apiece to lead. And then a block for each of Mitch, Taj, and Burks. Those were the leaders in the stat categories. But this was a game without Julius. Um, it was a game without Kemba Walker. Julius is on protocol. Uh, Kemba, I think he's nursing the knees. I believe RJ Barrett though stepped up. He had 26 points in this one, but everybody else, even including RJ from three point distance, everybody on the team was just bricking every shot. Every jumper they took was just clank. The Knicks weren't missing. They weren't making, they were missing instead. Uh, they were 19%, 19 and a half percent from three point distance, eight makes on 41 attempts to be precise. They were once again 
putrid from the charity stripe. Just 54.5% on free throws. It's what they do. Meanwhile, OKC, one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league, um, 42% on their threes, making 18 of them. Uh, they were led by Shea Gilgis-Alexander. SGA scored 23 points. He is a nice player, dude. Talk, we're talking about point guards that I like, that I want on the Knicks. That's one of the guys. He's long. He's got length. So he's more of a wing, but he can play. He's a point guard, but he can play wing. He's versatile. He plays defense, and he scores the ball. He's a good young player who they need to take care of him if, they're, if you're OKC. The Knicks were in this one, um, you know, against the, the freaking Thunder. You know, they were in it. Uh, it should have been a domination from the Knicks side, but, you know, they wanted to halftime down two points. R.J. Barrett making some big contributions towards the end of the second quarter, the first half. Deuce McBride. Quick couple of baskets at the end of the first half. He had that nice mid-range pull-up towards the end there. So they go into halftime down two. But to me, the turning point of the game was, was late in the second half. It was early fourth quarter. You had the Knicks down, I think, nine points. But Kevin Knox hits a quick three-pointer. And then in succession, Emmanuel quickly hits a step-back three-pointer. This pulls the Knicks within three points. Then Oklahoma City responds. They answer back with a 10-1 run of their own. Um, this And this was mainly without SGA on the floor. He was sitting on the bench at this point. He had Poku answering back with a three-point. Uh, then the Knicks start missing, and OKC is taking advantage of that, getting out on the break. <clears throat> Jerome finishes a driving finish in transition. Uh, you've got Teo Maladon. Hopefully I, I said his name correctly. I don't think I did. Um, but he's a young player. He gets out on the break and finishes. Thibodeau calls a timeout. <laughs> you know, um, Knicks don't get anything but a Robinson one-for-two trip at the line. Um, but then SGA checks back in, and that 10-1 to run turns into a 21-9 to run. They really just put the Knicks away after that. So that was it, man. That was really it. They They were just able to step on the gas and take advantage of us because we could not hit anything. Hopefully you don't hear the dog in the background. Um, first off, let me break the ice here and kill the elephant in the room here. I actually thought, you know, fluidity-wise, you know, ball movement, the pace, and... The defensive energy, at least for a majority of this game, looked a lot better without Julius on the floor. I think it just simply came down to the Knicks could not make their shots. The looks they got were high-quality looks. They were getting good looks. The ball was swinging around a lot. Side-to-side movement, north-to-south movement in the pick-and-roll. But we just didn't make shots, and we just don't make shots consistently enough. 
you know, missed free throws, missed three-pointers. How often do these free throws come back to bite us in these games? Especially lately. God, it has been brutal at the line for the Knicks lately. But yeah, so, so, so don't get me started with this whole, you see, I told you how they look without Julius Randle. They need him. Bullshit. Don't get me started with that yet. That's such a like an 18-year-old Gen Z on the internet comment to get their validation because it's the obvious thing to say and he knows he'll get their likes, right? That's that's something, you know, that's the obvious answer here. I mean, you've got an entire season so far, an entire season's worth of games, 35-something games to look at what this team looks like with Julius Randle there. But you're going to discount that all of a sudden because you have a one-game sample size here where they took a loss? I mean, they were 17 and 18 with them. Let's let's pump the brakes, and this goes for both ways. Let's be fair. You know, if they were to win this game, um, would I be? You know, I wouldn't be saying you know, acting like it's the end all be all, and that's the case. Boom. And I'd be I'd be you know saying it does it does look pretty bad for Randall, but I wouldn't be jumping ship 110 percent. We have to find that balance. And, and this is what, literally what I've been saying. I said it a few episodes back. I want, I, I've been dying to get a longer look at this team without Julius Randle. So now we're going to get a few games here since he's on the COVID protocol list. And hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully he's okay. I know he's got a family to take care of. And, and is his mother who's diabetic. So hopefully everything goes on okay over there. Um, but now we have a chance here. You know? And I'm, you know, could the Knicks have used some scoring last night? Yeah, they could have used the good Julius Randle, but that's the issue. The good Julius Randle has not shown up nearly enough this season, right? That's been the problem. And so Knicks fans are just a little thirsty. They want to see, you know, they want to get a taste of what this team looks like without him on the floor. And so I will say I did thought they did the, you know, they played well in the aspects of the game that I was hoping they would have played well in without Randall. They moved the ball a lot better. They were playing at a faster pace, getting out in transition, especially in the first half and playing defense. So I I, I want to see this go on for a little bit more. I want to see what they look like tomorrow against Toronto. Um, who They are also, I believe I just got an update from my buddy texting me saying Mitchell Robinson is now out. So he's got COVID. So I, I do want to see a few more games just to see how it looks without Randall on the floor. You know, it's not that we hate, well, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Randall, but it's not that we want him to fail and we want the Knicks to do better without him so we can prove a point. No, I just want what's best for the team. And in my, you know, in my respective opinion, I, I think there's a shot that the Knicks are more of a team without him on the floor. I, I think that's a possibility. Um, they obviously do need a star player. I just don't think Julius is that star player. And I don't even think that he can be a number three with with his ego. He loves to be the guy to take it up floor, floor and be that playmaker all the time. So, you know, in order for this to work with him, I don't know. We really have to get a superstar who, who tells Randall, buddy, back off on the guy. And Tibbs really has to lay it into him. But we don't see that with Thibodeau. We don't see the accountability there. So I don't know how this team in the future can make it work with them. Um, 
but right now he's the number one and we're just going to have to live with it that he's going to be here. Um, you know, but, but we just want to see what it looks like without him. And, and I really did like what I saw in terms of those couple of things. Now, Obi Toppin, who, you know, played in his spot, didn't exactly play well. He didn't kill it. Uh, he did have seven rebounds in 27 minutes, but five points, one for four shooting, 0 for one from three point. Um, he wasn't great. You know, he had that off. He had that missed free throw at the end of the half. Then, you know, a possession or so later, he had the charge. But, you know, I'm going to attribute that to, to not really having a point guard out there. Again, this is also without Walker. You know, obviously Rose is still out. Um, and McBride was the starting point guard last night. He was kind of junk. He had one assist. He didn't really score efficiently. I would have liked to see Emmanuel quickly get the start. And with Walker out again tomorrow, I would hope it's quickly, but I don't think. I think it's going to continue to be McBride. Just because I think Emmanuel is, he has shown this year that he's made that jump as a ball handler. He's more advanced in ball handling, right? His pick and roll playmaking game has has taken an up has taken an uptick, and he seems to have a, you know, a more capable playmaking game than uh, he did last year. It's definitely improved. So I would have liked to see Emmanuel quickly get the point guard spot and he plays really really well with Toppin uh, I thought that would have been a great idea but we'll see what happens but I do think that attributed to why as to why Obi wasn't great you know he's an off-ball player that's how he gets his buckets is off of baseline cuts and, and lobs and you know feeds from other guys um he wasn't exactly getting that in this one you know Tibbs is for some reason reluctant to start Emmanuel quickly you know he doesn't get many starts I did love, what I did love, I'll tell you this, um, R.J. Barrett, I'm sorry, we almost cut out there, I liked R.J.'s performance, a lot, um, why are we, okay, we're good, no, R.J. was... 26 points. Now it's one game, right? One game versus OKC at that, which we lost. But seeing RJ Barrett play like that, you know, without Julius Randle being able to be the number one playmaking option was somewhat promising. He had 26 points, 9 for 12 inside the arc. Okay, he was 10 for 20 overall because he was 1 for 8 from 3, but he was 9 for 12. And most of it, if not all, thinking back was on the inside, was you know, finishing. And RJ was finishing in a variety of ways again. He was going right, so it was good to see him finish with his offhand. Uh, he was going left. He was finishing through contact, drawing fouls, getting nine free throw attempts. He had a lot of transition buckets because he was playing fast. Euro finishes. It was nice. He played really good with the ball in his hands. It's what Knicks fans love to see. They want to see it more, and they got it without Randall, without Kemba. He also had three assists in a game where the Knicks were pretty dog shit in terms of connecting on their shots. 
I really liked his game. I loved his pick and roll game early on with Mitch. Something we all love, the pick and roll with RJ and Mitch. Which brings me to my next problem. Why did we shy away from that? Why did we shy away from the Mitchell Robinson pick and roll as this game progressed? We went to it early on, and it was excellent. Mitch had about four or five rolls in the first quarter, and he was four for five in the first half. The Thunder couldn't stop him. They were clearing the lane, and he was just getting down there and throwing it down. The pick-and-roll game was really on point early on. But for some reason, we went away from it. It's something we need to see. We need to start seeing it more. RJ and Mitch really, really run that. They've got great chemistry together. But for some reason, uh, Thibodeau doesn't run these half-court sets with those two. As nearly as, he, as much as he should. I felt like that could have been huge for us. If we just ran a little bit more, a little bit more of that Mitchell Robinson pick and roll game. But uh, other than that, guys, that's it. That's it for this quick next recap. Um, the episode is not over. This was just the first half of the episode. We're going to head to a break. And when we get back from break, we're going to get to the NYY, NYK question of the day. And then from there, we'll get to the second half of this episode where, again, um, at least two of my buddies, if not three, will be talking some MMA, talk about the new year, and just shooting the shit, bullshitting on whatever to conclude the rest of this episode, 297. Alright? It's supposed to be my cousin Anthony and my buddies Mike and Tanner. Hopefully it is, because I've already got that as the title on the YouTube on, on, on all platforms. It's the title of this episode with Mike, Tanner, and Anthony. So hopefully, because um, I can't go back and change that once they hit recording. Once I hit stop on the recording. But um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this segment of the show, and I hope you enjoyed the second segment of the show. But first, we're going to head to break, then we'll come back with the MYYMYK, finish it off from there, and get to the episode. Be right back. A custom wall tapestry is a surefire way to uplift any room's aesthetics with a personal touch. This 100% polyester wall tapestry comes with hemmed edges for extra durability while its mildew and water-resistant properties ensure years' worth of decorating bliss. The advanced tapestry printing techniques guarantee crisp detail even for the craziest of designs in any of the multiple size choices. You can select a size of 26 by 36 inches, 51 by 60, 68 by 80, and 88 by 104. These wall tapestries usually ship in 7 to 10 business days, and the price ranges from $24.99 to $69.99, all dependent on the size you select. The Bomber Bocker blog wall tapestries come in orange, gray, and black. But most importantly, be sure when purchasing a wall tapestry for the Bomber Bocker blog that you use promo code 6A28412. R-J-C 682-841-ERJC Just go to UltimateSportsNetworks.com 
and click on the Shop MVP tab, searching the Bomber Bocker blog. And there you have it. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode. But first, I also want to let you know I have another blog. The blog I'm writing for is on ultimatesportsnetworks.com titled The Bomber Bocker Blog. If you want to go subscribe to this blog, you should do so using my promo code 6A2841ERJC. Using that, you'd get a discount $7.99 a month to get the best Knicks and Yankees opinionated content around. Once again, guys, the Bomber Bocker blog on ultimatesportsnetworks.com using promo code 6A2841ERJC, $7.99 a month. All right, so you're listening to episode 297 of B4, guys. No better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Yanks every game, Knicks. I'm sorry, Yanks every series, Knicks every game. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on YouTube if you haven't yet, and also the many listening platforms for the podcast as well. Um, yeah, for this episode, episode 297 of BD4, our NYY NYK question of the day, brought to you by Anchor best way to make a podcast I want you to name this is more of a you know question for the newer fans newer generation fans name all eight head coaches the Knicks have had this decade including interim coaches all right name all eight Nick head coaches They've had this decade, including the interim head coaches. All right, so let me know the answer on Facebook, Instagram, whether that be via DM or commenting on one of the little promo clips I post. And I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Guys, this has been 297, episode 297 of BD4. But we're not done yet. The second half of this episode comes up right now hope you guys enjoy it all right guys let's get to that episode or that 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 segment of the show once again where mike tanner and anthony and i will be talking ufc new year's and just bullshit and whatever else hope you guys enjoy it let's get to it ciao Yo, everybody else is fucking pissing me off. <laughs> what, can't get them in? There's, I told them, I said seven or eight, and then they're not listening. Now they're not coming on. Um, yeah. They'll be here in a second. I'm just waiting for them. Yeah, that's fine. What you been up to? 
Nothing. Same shit, dude. Just watching the uh, Rose Bowl. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no. Who was in the Rose Bowl? It's Ohio State and um, Utah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Utah. You know, Utah was busting them last time I seen it. Was, yeah, it's 35. It like, it's 35, 20-something. Yeah. I've seen a, uh, some, a parlay guy had, and he was a uh, – I forget what he put up. It was on BR betting. And he, the last thing he needed was Ohio State to, to pull it out. And then everyone was like, cash out, cash out. Yeah. Hopefully he cashed out. And it was a big ticket, though, like a big winner. I always fuck up, and it's always one leg. Yo, yeah, it's always and, the last one. Yeah, it's so <laughs> annoying, dude. Yes. I had, I had like an eight way, an eight leg one yesterday. Yeah. And like the easiest one you would think would hit didn't. I had all seven except the eighth one was like the Knicks to cover against the OKC Thunder, and they end Did up you losing. Ca- like you didn't 15. cash out. They lost by 15, uh, dude. I'm like, that's going to fuck me. That's going <laughs> to be the one to fuck me. Yeah. Your Knicks. Dude, they're ass. Dang. They're ass. And I don't, yeah, don't want to hear shit about your fucking fantasy stats, because that don't mean jack, Tanner. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, so what, uh, man, no UFC for the past, what, two weeks? Uh, man. It's only two weeks away now. Yeah. Good one too. That's gonna to be one of the, starting it off with a banger. Yeah, it's that uh, what Shikatsi. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's actually I, first, I that's, forgot. That's yeah, I was thinking the, the first pay That's gonna be a good fight. What's that? So that that's the card before the Nagano fight. Yeah, that's the first fight. And I, uh, yeah, I forgot that was on there. And that's gonna be a man. Yeah, Tater's last fight was what oh, literally like a year ago because of that Holloway. Yeah, I've he probably got suspended from. Yeah, man, I think Chikadze really could become champion though. He's I I got the Chikadze in that fight. His giga kicks, man. He's he doesn't lose, huh? I don't remember the last time I've seen him lose. Chikadze, I, I don't think I don't know. Has he might have one loss? If, if yeah, any. I don't know if he had. It probably isn't in the UFC though. No, he was MMA like professional MMA, but I don't think he was in the UFC before recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he pro- but he is on. A, he's on a win streak. Yeah, he's probably had what, like four or five UFC fights, something like that. Probably five. Yeah. yeah. But man, that dude's—he's gonna be a problem in that division. Yeah, dude. I don't know if he will have like. I'd like to see if he wins this one against Cater. I'd like to see him maybe fight Ortega. That would be a good fight, dude. That was—I was just gonna bring that fight up. Um, the the because that was probably my favorite fight of this year. I know yeah, a that lot was a of last great. year, I guess. I know a lot of people yeah. like the um, Chandler Gaethje fight, and that was great. But I think yeah, my favorite was fight was Brian and uh, fucking Volkanov. Like the, I mean, that that was, dude, that was Man. nuts. Especially since they got, I mean, there wasn't much buildup, but there was a little bit of buildup in the Ultimate Fighter. I know you watched yeah. that. That was a, I saw that, that was, was the good. first season I watched. Yeah. See, I've watched other seasons, but not. You know what I mean? Through and through, like, waited for the new episodes and all that. I just watched them on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. I mean, I can basically say the same. He had him. It was, it was but, the third round where he had him in a fucking hold. Oh, my gosh, bro. I don't know how he popped his head out of that. It was, was that guillotine. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Holy shit. Yeah, that was crazy. 
But man, I'll tell you who's I'll tell you who I don't like right now is uh Bilal Muhammad. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about him the other day. Yeah. Dude is such a nut, yo. So I'm you beat a washed you. up huh? I said, I'm telling you, I told you he's on juice. His head does not match his fucking body. <laughs> you got a head like Barry Bonds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. It's funny because everyone says he looks like French Montana and he literally looks just like French He's Montana. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. But I didn't that I mean he did win that fight in dominant fashion, but it wasn't, you know what I mean? He literally laid on top of the guy for, that, for three that rounds. Was the fight that rounds. Was, was that against Wonderboy? Yeah. And then he calls out Kamaru Usman, like, dude, yeah. Yeah. you think yeah. you're just gonna jump? From what nine or eight, and luck, what you buddy. just get your instant title shot that does not how it works. Yeah, not to mention, you literally lost the guys that are ahead of you in the rankings. Like, I don't know if Jeff Neal's ahead of him now, but Jeff Neal he lost to him. Vicente Luque knocked him out cold. Like, dude, you don't just jump the line. I'm like, let me uh, 44 year old Damian Maya. Let me get my cousin in here. All right, I don't want invite. Oh, here it is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. It's going to be a hell of a year. Yeah, I'm ready for... Man, that Cyril Gone card is about to be fire. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Again. All right, here he is. Hold on. Anthony. It's my cousin, Anthony. Here he is. Why do you always get the fucking bottom, Anthony? Anthony, you always get the big screen. Hi, Anthony. Uh, I'm just the big screen wonder. You heard me? Let's go. I, uh, did I interrupt your stream, Anthony? No, Daddy took a little break. Okay. <laughs> this is Tanner. Tanner, this is my cousin. How's it going, man? How you doing? Yep. Pretty good. How about yourself? Good. Where's uh, where's little Ferd at? He's fucking probably sleeping or drinking coffee. I can't get a hold of him. <laughs> I'll wait for him, but um, yeah, dude. What what you do yesterday? Did you guys do anything for New Year's Eve? I went to a murder mystery party. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. That's cute. That actually sounds it crazy. Fun. <laughs> it was fun though. It was weird but fun. Yeah. I'm in like I got like one or two more days of uh, quarantine. I don't know. The, I don't even know the fucking rule anymore. But are you you have COVID? I got the the variant. I think. Because I was around someone with it. Ah, uh, dang. Uh, fortunately, Jeez. I don't feel shit. Thankfully. It's but, crazy. Um, yeah. Because every you could be, have like a cold and literally every symptom of a cold is, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, a symptom of that new COVID. It's like. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck to think anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy my day. All I know is vaccinated or not, you're not safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, I don't know sure. anymore. Um, yeah, dude. I'm waiting for Mike, but we could just do whatever. Um, Tanner. Yo. Have you been fo focusing on that, following the Yankees at all? Yeah, I mean, you know me, yeah. But I haven't – I literally haven't paid a lick of attention. But I'll, real quick, I want to know your thoughts on – do you want Correa – do you want fucking Correa or no? Do you want Correa? Because at this point, I don't give a Honestly, fuck. Honestly, yeah, I do want Correa. I mean, at this point, I just want to win, dude. Yeah, exactly. Best shortstop in baseball, arguably, and 
Oh, fucking the most well-rounded, I should say. Fuck Torres. Yeah, I mean, I like Torres, but yeah, he's. I'm done. I'm done with. He's Torres. such a streaky hitter. All right. To mention his gloves, not that of a of a Correa. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I haven't even paid attention to him, dude. Because there's a lockout right now, anyway. Uh, yeah, I know that's crazy. Some guys are signing in like Korean leagues and stuff like that already. Yeah. Hey, Ant. Yo. How's uh How's everyone down there? Uh, all my friends are getting COVID. <laughs> how's, how are your parents? They're good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, as long as that stuff doesn't come in here, we'll be Gucci. <laughs> all right, I'm but I already had COVID last year, so yeah, I, know I had it's like I had it in the summer. But, yeah, uh, I feel like I, I feel like everyone's had it at least once. Yeah, it's better to have the antibodies than the vaccine. Hey, yeah, whatever you want to do, you, right. I don't give a shit at this point. I don't, <laughs> I don't have an opinion on anybody. You do what the fuck you want. Just leave me the hell. Yeah, alone. that's that's all. Leave me alone. I'm not. Just don't force. Anybody. Just don't force it. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Fuck off, please. Man, I, I, I just seen some. See that crazy thing on Facebook? They were talking about microchipping people so they know if they're vaccinated or not. Crazy. Like, what the heck? For real? Yeah, it was like a implant that goes in your hand. I'm like... Oh, shit. Yeah. It was literally like... It looked like a little like a little fuse from like a... just looked like... It was a shape of like a little tiny fuse. And I guess they put it in your hand. I'm like, who the heck... Whose idea is that? That's nuts. Yeah. Man. All right, hold on. People actually like support that. That's what's scary. That is yeah. That's some messed up stuff. Oh shit. Especially if you have politicians that are pushing that. Like what the hell? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just another way to control you. Hey, I'm not gonna turn this whole thing into 30 minutes of that like it was last time with Mike. Mike Yo, don't get Mike started. Forever. Don't get Mike started, dude. We Yo, can't. Tanner, don't don't Mike, say the word vaccine when Mike. Yeah, gets my on. buddy Mike. <laughs> you gotta be careful around because he's just like redneck hick from Tennessee. So, <laughs> so, I think like, he you, didn't he used to be on Xbox or yeah, you play with Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you start getting him talking, and he'll fucking go on forever. <laughs> he's like a super super. Whatever you call it, Republican fucking Yeah, it's funny. Um, yo, yeah, we were just talking about UFC before. Um a big, big couple months coming up. Yeah. Uh the, the Francis fair. fights coming up this month. And I'm excited for that. What do you guys got in the main event? I want Cyril gone so bad because just something about Francis rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what it is. He I just think, pisses I think me Francis off. will lose. Yeah, I think the same thing. I just feel like Gone, he's definitely he's the most well-rounded heavyweight probably ever. Like, he's skilled. Francis is very big. Yeah, he's just skilled. Yeah, dude. And he moves like you know what I mean? He moves like a like a fuck like a flyweight. He's yeah. so quick, he's so nice on his feet. Do you I saw you know, I was reading I've been reading about the whole thing of um his contract, he has one contract, uh, one more fight left on his contract, I think. And then he might not. I've seen uh, that. Yeah, he's talking about leaving might not the, be UFC in the UFC after this fight. Who, Francis? But, uh, yeah. yeah, but but Dana White, oh. I think, squared that all up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, 
pretty, pretty sure Dana got him like either a new contract or I don't, he, I he see, fixed it, I guess. I, I want to see him and John Jones go eventually. Yeah, that would be crazy. I I don't think I don't know. I don't see John Jones losing if he's still in his prime, at least. If he comes back, yeah, that wrestling. Yeah, I think he could rest. He could get zero on the ground. Or yes, zero. If he could get Ngannou on the ground, then that would yeah. be a way to win. But I mean, you know, there's always that puncher's chance. So, yeah, I mean, when Jones fought that Muay Thai fighter, man, I mean, that was a oh. hard fight for him. Yeah, are you talking about? Uh, what are you talking about? Like, who, I for- who, who are? I forgot his name. Um, let me look it up real quick. Was it when he won by Stan and Guillotine? Uh, let me see. I thought it went to decision. I'm so mad. because. Oh, maybe you're thinking it. of, uh, was it uh, Dom Reyes? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dom Reyes. Yeah, that was, a, that was a real close fight. Yeah, that one. A lot of people think he lost that. It was close. Yeah. Man. Then you got Adesanya fighting next month. Yeah. I'm scared Literally. for that, man. That's, that's, that's probably one of my favorite fighters. Gonna be the, yeah, he's so fun. That's going to be the, the second one between the two, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, man. I you think, guys both have Adesanya? I love Adesanya. I, I got think him. he's going to win. I, I'm not really a fan of he's his personality, fun. but as a fighter, <laughs> he's, I mean, he's, crazy. Like, he's dominant, man. His yeah, hardest so fight was Romero, man. Yeah, that was a war. Yeah. Same with... Uh, when he fought nope. Gaston, that was also a war. Yep. Yeah. The one time that I literally, like, vote, like rooted against him, the guy just got destroyed. <laughs> the Brazilian dude. Costa. Yeah, man. I was really so confident Costa was going to go in there and do work, and he got obliterated. And then he blamed it on a bottle of wine that he drank the night before. Yeah. Oh, my God. So cringy. So cringy. Oh, man. Yeah, man, Costa's last fight, that was a, that, you talk, we're talking about fights, yeah, against Vittori, man, we're yeah, talking about that. fights of the year, that's probably a real sleeper there, that was, that a, was, that a, was good a good fight. fight, I watched that, they were just the pace of that for five rounds, yeah. man, yeah, yeah, jeez, didn't Ortega get fight of the year, yeah, I think so, that was, that was definitely, that's what we were favorite. just talking about that fight, yeah, it was my favorite fight, can't have too many of those fights in your career, man. Oh, dude, he took a beating. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> that shit's scary. Like, yeah, you're right about that. Man, Ortega can take a beating. That's like when he fought Holloway. Yep, yep. Dude just has a chin. Holloway loves the scrap, too, man. He had a really yeah. good fight this year, too. Yep. Yeah. That fight night card he was on uh, a couple months back? Oh, yeah. I forget what he won. He beat the crap out of somebody. Yeah, he's a monster. Dang, that's going to bother me. I forget who that was. Look it up. Hold oh, Yair. Yeah, that was against Yair. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a war. Yeah. Yair yeah, looked good, man. He's he's a he's an underrated fighter. Oh, yeah. that Marino fight is going to be good, too. That flyway that's on That That's on oh, that yeah, same yeah. card as the Francis. That's the, um, that's the co-main. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so hard not to like Brandon Marino. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Isn't Plus that the guy jury. that um? That's not the guy that uh, Garbrandt fought, is it? Yeah, they so. Nah, I don't think. Are you I'm talking about Garbrandt's else. last fight? No, not his last fight. Um, the first fight he had 
after Dillashaw. Oh yeah, he, yeah like, no, that started was, swinging think, crazy and got knocked out in the last ten seconds. Was that Rob Font? Uh no. Uh, oh, you're talking about. Uh, I think that was. Uh, that's who. That's who. Is that who Jose Aldo just fought? No, that was. Uh, Pedro Munoz. Yeah, yeah, him, Pedro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he didn't fight Brandon though. I'm. Um, uh, make sure y'all watch Hadolfo Vieira fight too, man. He's on that card. He's on the undercard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, I've been following. Well, following him. Yeah, I've been following him since uh, he was competing in jiu-jitsu. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, ever crazy. since I started. He was still competing, and I would always watch him. Yeah, he was a awesome. monster. Yeah. You um, yeah, you said you yeah, trained. That's cr- actually crazy. You said you trained with uh that chick Miranda who fought. Yeah, yeah, I trained. She uh, right? she lived in the next city over for me. That's so cool. So really? We were running into each other at tournaments and then at uh, training sometimes, and we rolled and stuff. She's cool. Dang, is that Miranda Maverick? Yeah. Dang, that's crazy, man. Yeah, she's she's cool. Yeah. I forgot but where she guys... moved to. Like she and she's had a few fights in the UFC. Mm-hmm. I think she either she pulled out for a reason or somebody else pulled out in one of her previous or one of her last two fights. She had yeah. a girl pull out on her, yeah. Yeah. Then like her last fight she lost, but hmm. hey, she's there though. That's crazy. Yeah. What did you guys think of Pena uh Nunez? That's crazy, man. Was, Never yeah, that saw was, that coming, dude. I, uh, I you so would have made a lot of money oh, on that fight, dude, if you yeah. would have bet against Nunez. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I was just going to say, That would probably Tanner. be like Holly Holmes and uh, Rousey. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, Anthony and I were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, and Anthony goes to me, hey, if you put a couple bucks down, you're going to make good bank. Yeah, like, dude. There's, there's no fucking way that's happening. There's no way. And yeah. then it happens. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, she was like plus man. one thousand, dude. Yeah, it was. Literally, that's it's so crazy because before it started, I texted my buddy and I'm like, uh, Amanda about to get upset. And then he texted me and was like, What the fuck just happened? Like he was like, You called that one and he ruined he ruined it for me because I was on a stream. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I was like 20 seconds behind and I'm like, damn it. Dang, but yeah. I don't know why. I should, everyone should have just sprinkled a little bit on that fight. Dude, speaking of betting, I saw this this TikTok. This guy put like $100 on like three players who would score the first basket in the game. And he got everyone right except for Porzingis. Porzingis he had the, the layup. Yes, oh, he bro. $100 that layup. down Somebody to win 74 grand, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. It was the easiest layup in the world. And he if just that was me, bro, it. I would still be crying, bro. There's yeah. no way. You should have. Those are the it. ones where you're like, I, I'm, you're like, I gotta stop betting for a little bit. Yeah, you need to take a big hiatus after yes. that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. dude. That would be and first. it's not like he even bet a lot of money. Like just a hundred down yeah. for that. Yeah. Like, hey, it was it was to win like eighty thousand, I think, or something. Yeah, like that. dude. <laughs> something crazy. I have a question. If you win like a certain amount on FanDuel or something, do they tax if it I'm gets sure to a certain do, amount? Yeah, I'm sure you have to fill out a form. Yeah. No, that dude. Because I've never yeah. won more than a couple hundred, but like if it gets to the thousands, I'm sure you get like taxed and shit. Yeah, yeah. not to mention yeah, you have to pay taxes on it for sure. Yeah, that's like Bitcoin, man. Like any crypto that you win big, like you got to pay like a 
stupid tax on it. Yeah. Yeah, now they're talking about, like, Cash App, anything, or, like, Venmo and all that, anything over $600 in one year you have to put on your taxes or something like that. That's like, crazy. That's stupid. Yeah. Every time I bet on, like, something easy, they have, like, the worst fucking game of their life. It's a pain in the ass. I'll tell you what I never understood is people that pay, like, pay for the service of other people. Like, like there's people, uh, like, you have to pay for it, like, monthly, and then they give you picks and stuff. And they'll say, like, oh, I'm 90, I'm, like, 30 for my last 40 picks or, oh, like, hit. Wow. I'm like, I would never pay for somebody else's no, picks. No, do your stuff. Uh, bullshit. Yeah, I would just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe if you're like, don't watch sports or something, you want to bet. But yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I need a big. I need a big year for. I'm gonna be betting a lot on these UFC fights coming up, and uh, one of them I'm gonna be betting on is whenever they schedule it. Um, is the Oliveira and Justin fight? Oof. that's one. Are you gonna take it? I really don't know because Justin's so violent and good. I would bet on Oliveira, man. But I'm Oliveira not... has become a monster, a submission when you, yeah. Dude, you just have to watch Gaethje against grapplers. Like, okay. exactly. Khabib demolished them on the ground, just straight. Like, so Gaethje. And he was talking, talking yeah. all the crazy stuff. I've been wrestling since I was five and just, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And Khabib had a broken foot. Like, yeah. yeah, dude, that was a good. That was a good card right there. That was a. That was that card with uh, Robert Whitaker, Jared Cannonier was on that card, and there were a couple other good fights on there. Do you think we're gonna get a Leon Edwards Usman too? <laughs> That'd be a good not. one. I don't know. I thought Edwards was supposed to fight um, Masvidal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want the Jorge fight with Kobe. That's what dude. I want. Yeah, I feel like uh, dude, Masvidal yeah, you could put them on an Ultimate Fighter and make yeah. a lot of money. That would be nice. Fuck. That would be awesome, dude. That would be like a Garbrandt and uh, Dillashaw kind of Ultimate Fighter, bro. Too. Yeah, but now, dude, Masvidal is like calling out Jake Paul and stuff. It's just getting really like cringe. Uh, it's just getting WWE, dude. It's yeah, just... man. Yeah. <laughs> Rankings mean nothing now. Oh, my God. Dana White started it when he brought CM Punk into the UFC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that I wouldn't be opposed to if he would let Jake Paul in the UFC for, like, a, a fight yeah. or two. And watch him Did you get see what Jake Paul said today? He said, I'll join well, the UFC, and then he gave, like, a big list of requirements, some bullshit, like, ultimatum. Like, you have to rig my first two fights so yeah, I get yeah, the respect of the list. Did you see they said is that fight against Woodley, the second one, only sold 65,000 pay-per-views? Really? Yeah, it was only 65K. I don't know. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but. Huh. I believe it wasn't really hyped up. Yeah. yeah. It was, and you know, it was supposed to be Fury. And... Yeah, and I think Fury would have won. Yeah, I hope. I hoped. You guys, Wait, he's got a fight. He's got to fight a real boxer, but enough mm-hmm. of the Jake Paul talk. He's so, yeah, yeah. He's not even worth the time. 
No, <laughs> no that's this that's his whole shtick is he gets people to talk about how much they hate him, and that's what makes yeah, him the money yeah. when he watches. Did y'all see the video of uh Covington talking about uh Dustin Poirier? Yeah, yeah that was, was a little far, dude. Over the line, I mean, bro. I know he's got yeah, a character talking... to play. I get that. Yeah. But that was much. He said that your was... wife's a hoe, this, that. You called him a bad father, just everything. Yeah, dude. I was like, like, he called his kids a pawn. Like, I was like, bro, yeah. what are you oh, yeah, doing? That one. There's another one that he was just like, uh, he has, there's like two or three videos where he just buries Poirier. Like, <laughs> he's mad. He's gone like full on Connor with the, shit talk yeah. he's worse man I, I mean besides yuzman i mean it's gonna be a tough fight for anyone that fights colby dude yeah yeah, yeah. even yuzman had a tough fight with him the second fight and the first fight but yeah i mean yuzman is on a whole nother level man he's a monster i mean he colby's good it's you can't, crazy you him all you want but he's colby's really good his yeah. cardio is insane he has good striking good wrestling is everything i'll tell you i'd like to see uh Kobe or Usman fight next would be Vicente Luca. I think he's probably one of the best in that division, man. Yeah. I haven't seen him a ton, but I know he's really good. Yeah, bro. He's, he, and his level, level of competition he's beat, like, he's beat some top, some good, like, mm -hmm. top-tier guys. Yeah, man. One of his only losses is Leon, I think. Okay. That was a little minute ago. I think they have to do Edwards and uh, Masvidal yeah. after the backstage fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Masvidal is ducking. Yeah. Like, just like with Kobe, man, like the UFC said, you know what I mean? They, they sent them both contracts. That fight makes the most sense to me. Let them it's fight. fight they both sell, you know? Yeah, dude. Let them fight, man. Yeah. You have a good backstory. That. Yeah. They'll they have a good press good. conference. That's that's why I don't understand. That's that that in the um, – it's that fight, and I also want to see – I don't know about now, but we might have to wait a little more for Amanda and Valentina, mm. number three. Yeah. I think the problem with that is is the weight class. Like, I don't think – I think Valentina's content where she's at. She doesn't want to move up. So and then, you Amanda know, Amanda's already in two in divisions. Two, right? Amanda has to go – she also has the other belt. Um, Where is it? Down at – is it down the weight the, class? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's 135 and 145, I believe. And Valentina's – so she would have One, – she has 125, I think. Yeah. I don't know, man. I could be wrong on that. But, but there was also it's... talk about Kayla Harrison coming into the UFC, and they want her to fight. That would be awesome, dude. That would be crazy. See, yeah. the thing is, though, she she fights at, I want to say, they have like a 155-pound women's division where she fights. So her making 145, that, that'd, be, that'd be hard. I think that it's either that or one. It's either 145 or 155. I have no idea. But, yeah, she, she'd have to cut more weight, so. I don't know. I was, yeah, see, I was listening to Rogan, um, and he was saying how, like, they should change the weight class, how about, like, cutting weight, because it makes, it, it just, some of it's very unhealthy, and he thinks, he thinks oh, they yeah. should have a class every 10 pounds. What do you guys think about that? Every yeah, 10 would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Because some, some of it, like, they just don't – some fighters, they, they drop a lot of weight, and they just don't look right. Like, yeah, that's, that's 
like could be they put, just like, one restrictions speed. right they put weight cutting restrictions like you can't use ivs anymore and stuff like that yeah pretty sure yeah it's but now there's a at the the most like popular or i guess what you could say is like uh, the one weight class that actually was gaining a lot of traction was 160 because you know you go from 155 to 170 so, like, Poirier's yeah. one of them guys. He walks around, like, 189. Well, that's what Covington said. He walks around, like, 190. So, uh-huh. I mean, that would make a lot of sense for him. Like, that would be his weight class probably. Hmm. But, I mean, you never know. Dana White's probably not. I doubt he'll start another what weight division. We'll see, though. Speaking of Dawson, what do you think is next for him? Yeah. Hendrix mm-hmm. used to cut a lot of weight. Yeah. yeah. Johnny would walk around in the 200s. Who's that? Johnny Hendricks. Oh, Hendricks. And then cut to 70. Yeah. That's insane. Shit's far. I could He's, never. <laughs> Fuck. He also had, like, the biggest, uh, the most rigged fight of all time. Bro, against TSP. yes. Yes. People to this day tell me that Hendricks lost. I'm like, no, bro. He, yeah, there's no way. Even Dana White knew it was. You need to right. get rid of this stupid. You gotta beat the champ. Like, no, man, take the champion title out and just go off the pure score and how the fight went. Stop doing well. It was close, but since he's the champion, you didn't yeah. beat him significantly. And like, come on now. Yeah, I agree. Wow. I don't know, yeah, man. But that's like uh, Rumble Anthony Johnson. He fought at like three weight classes. He, Dude, like yeah. He missed weight a, a couple times too. Yeah. Him and, and he just Hendrick, got arrested. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, for like uh, I want to say it was either right before or right after. He, you know, Bellator has that uh like what is it, Grand Prix? It's like a tournament for a million dollars. He he got oh, yeah. accused of some sort of fraud, like credit card fraud or something like that. Oh, I did see something about that, yeah. That's not a joke. If you get in trouble with fraud, that's like a yeah. federal charge. Yeah, for sure. It That's like people's people scamming those uh whatever is PPP loans and yeah. stuff. That were for oh businesses. yeah, dude, you're looking at mad time. Yeah, that's federal. Like, these kids that swipe uh copy cards on an oh, MRX yeah. or a MSR. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how people get away with that all the time. That's crazy. That's a big risk though. But oh, you're doing time, time. Yeah. You guys think we're gonna get um. Jan and Sterling to go rematch. Paper champ. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that meme you sent me, man. That was. Hilarious. I was just gonna bring that up. <laughs> How fucked up was that? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, that's not a fight that really excites me because I feel like Jan's just on a whole other level compared to Sterling. Yeah, but... but there's just a lot of shit talk there. That's the only thing. All right. Yeah, it's like, man, what do you guys think of O'Malley? Oh, fuck. That kid's good, man, but he needs to stop calling himself undefeated. Yeah. It's cringy. He's good, though, man. He's really good. He's really good. And he's ranked now, but he was just calling out an unranked fighter. You think he's going to get – he should just fight uh, Garbrandt. I think he would destroy Garbrandt. He would pick him apart. I think yeah, he would I destroy Garbrandt. Not in Garbrandt's yeah, prime. Point. It would have been better, but, like, right now. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't done much since, like, 2017. 
And Garbrandt's good. He has a lot of heavy hands, but like, dude, he gets, uh, he gets, I don't know. He can get under his skin easily. Yeah, his chin's gone. Yeah. He's good. Well, well boys, I hate to cut y'all early. I got a jet. All right, yep. Um, All right, man. Y'all going to be on next weekend for this? Yeah, I'll be on next week. Yeah, I'm down. All right. All right. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy yeah, New Year. You too. Yes, sir. Yeah, nice meeting you, bro. Yep. Nice meeting you too, man. All right. We'll all get up. All right, Pants. All right. Um, Tanner. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I was going to say. Back to you. <laughs> yeah, I just, man, that's, that's funny. That meme you sent me. I, was just, <laughs> I said <laughs> yeah, that to my buddy. So couple was, my buddies. It was, it was the fucking rock. It was, yeah. and it was Aljo, and then it was fucking Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, god, man. I couldn't. I, I laughed for like a fucking day straight after. I just kept looking at that shit. Yeah, man, that's man, that's funny. Oh my god, so fuck that Yeah, shit. that's uh, yeah, Mally, he needs to fight a rank fighter next, man. He's good. He's just fucking annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, I just watched him on a, a podcast the other day. He was yeah, talking he's about his own he, podcast. Yeah, he does it with. Yeah, he actually has two. But it's good. It's a big one. Oh, yeah. he got two. Yeah, he's got one with his brother where they – I don't know what they do, and then one with, like, his uh, coach. So, I mean, I don't – Okay. Yeah, he's – I don't know what – I don't really watch them, but uh, he was on the Nelk podcast. I always watch the Nelk podcast. Yeah. They got, the full They got, always got good, good people on there, like John had, Dale. He's uh, just a mix of – That Kamaru on there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, 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 I seen that one. They had Dana White on there months ago. Yeah, they're good. They're really good too. Yeah. Do you think we're gonna get a uh, Max Holloway and Volkanovski number three? <laughs> yeah, got to yo. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. I feel like Holloway got robbed in that second one, and that first one was so close. That's just a fight that that just makes so much sense, you know. A lot of people want to see that again. Oh yeah, for sure. That's gonna be yeah, that'll be that'll be nice. That'll be a headliner of a pay per view. Yeah, yeah, that uh so we got Chicago today, then we got the gone pay per view. Um, I know they schedule the gone pay per view, yeah, that's two seventy. And then two seventy one is Izzy. You know who I want to see fight again? Who's that? Fucking Patty the Batty. Oh yeah! Did you see who he's scheduled to fight? Oh, that's the one you sent me. Him and sure, uh, and Cowboys are on. Oh yeah, yeah, Cowboy. That's gonna be. Is that yeah. official? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's official. I guess they both signed. Is that that's a fight card, right? I think so. Don't yeah. quote me on that, but I, I think it is. Yeah, makes gonna, sense. That's gonna be fun. He's like he's yeah. This dude's he's exciting. Fucking yeah, funny, yeah, bro. he's hilarious. After he won he's that last fight. His accent and everything. And then you yeah, see what his diet? What? Did you see his diet? No. See, the dude blows up. Like, he just blew up to, like, it looked like he was, like, 200, over 200 pounds. Are you he, like, loves me? fast food. Yeah, like, loves fast food and shit. Oh, my God. Hold I'm on like, what the hell? But, yeah, he's definitely funny. That's like that, uh, that kid the UFC just found, where he is just signed uh, Ian Gary. Oh my god! Did you god. see him fight? Uh, 
forget who he fought. He knocked him out. He was on the last pay-per-view, I think. Or not the last pay-per-view. I want to say that was probably like a month before the last pay-per-view. So that would have been I'm trying to think of what card that was on. You know, you know what I was talking about. Cause he was like, they just kept talking about him and then he knocked him out. He's from, he like looked up to Connor. He's from Ireland. He's an Irish kid. I gotta but, look uh, up. That's kind of the kind of hype that he's, well, yeah. Patty's got more hype, but yeah, that's, you know, they're both hyped up. That's going to be fucking fun. Yeah, right. nice. Wait, did you say you have a? Did you say you ever got UFC four or no? The the video game. Oh uh, no, I don't have it. Get it. My Xbox broke. It's actually right here. Okay. Next to my bed, it's all jacked up. It just stopped turning on, bro. Or I'd push the button, it would light up, and then just turn right off. The but I'm gonna. Uh, you have like Xbox One. Oh, I had an Xbox One. Yeah. My uh, my brother has a PS Five, so whenever I want to play the game, I just you know what I mean? Yeah. Hop on there, play some Madden or some GTA or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta get it. I gotta get a new system. Yeah. I, I have to say, I would have already had a five, if you know what I mean. Yeah, the five. People weren't selling them for eight hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's so fucking much money. Crazy. Yeah. I was. It's starting to go down a little bit, but. Is it like, and they're still they're impossible to get. Yeah, I just seen a lady on Facebook so selling one for like five hundred, but but already I tried, had like. I tried to sell my four on the Facebook yeah. marketplace. That place is a fucking scam full of bots, dude. Yeah. All I kept getting was was like inboxes from like foreign bots. Yeah. It was so obvious. <laughs> so I fucking yeah, yeah like, and then you're like, that. all right, uh, you got to ship it to them, and it's like you end up not getting paid. Yeah, I was out. I didn't even fucking bother. So, so I'm you didn't even sell it. No, I'm not gonna sell it. And uh, I'll do it like Amazon, but not until I like. I don't know. I don't know how much I can get for this shit, dude. Yeah, if it's a uh, the only ones that really are still worth the same amount is the. Uh, what's the bigger one? The newer one? It's like Slim? the Pro or something. Pro. Pro, yeah, I think it's the Pro. Because I think the reason is because those are the only PS4s that you can play in 4k you know yeah but that's yeah, another thing i need a tv a new one yeah because that's the real that's how you get your graphics oh yeah yeah for sure yeah the ps5 like uh, playing that in 4k man it's crazy it is it definitely definitely could tell the difference yeah for real all right man. Yeah, man how about your next yeah yeah all right we'll talk about the fucking knicks for five minutes because i really don't want to fucking talk i'm talking <laughs> yeah. about the knicks enough um they're shit. Dude. What the fuck you want me to say? They don't have shit. They don't have talent. Yeah. They have, you know, the number one option is a number three. And then they've got yeah. RJ Barrett, who's a role player at best. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have yeah. it. Man, you guys, didn't, I don't know. I didn't think RJ Barrett was all that coming out of college. He's just, uh, you know, he's just, there's, you know, the thing is, if you're a guard in this league, you need to be able to do three things. Either be athletic, be able to dribble, yes. or be able to fucking shoot the ball. And he could do neither of those things great. Right. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. So, you guys should have went after Lonzo, man. Yeah, and they freaking let him go to the Bulls. They let Demar Derozan go over there, and the yeah. Chicago is like a powerhouse in the East right now. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. I could, I mean, we could have guessed that though. They, they have a nice team, and you got yeah. Vucevic. Yeah, they knew what they were doing last year in the trade for Vuce. You guys don't even. I, I don't know. I feel like Mitchell have, Robinson, man. We don't have much talent. Mitchell Robinson's ass, bro. I gave him four years. Yeah, I mean, he's. 
I'm tired of seven points, seven rebounds every night. I'm just yeah. you're big. Come on. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, you guys do like, have... here's the thing I'm happy about is like all the big con all the contracts they have are expend like they're they're expiring very soon. And most mm. of them are team friendly, so they can like get cap room and yeah. you know, it's not the worst situation in the world. Um, but I just I just don't know. At least you guys got fucking Cade Cunningham, who looks like a star. Yeah, yeah that's good. I, I was actually mad during the draft. They offered – the Thunder offered the sixth pick, which they took Josh Giddy, solid player. And then uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander offered the number one. And I like Shy Gilgis a lot. Everybody likes that kid. Yeah. I think there was a couple of questions. I think he tore his ACL or his Achilles last year, so – yeah, there's one of the two, but he's yeah. I was kind of upset about that, but yeah, the kids are stud. Then we got a lot of nice little pieces, but I tell you, it makes me mad. It's Sadiq Bay, and he has been playing really good as of late. But bro, he'll shoot like he'll go one of eight, like literally. He he he'll average like I want to say all of last month. He probably shot like thirty percent. Like he just shoots the ball so much and misses so much. It's crazy. It's fucking insane. But I yeah, liked, I, I love Jeremy Grant. I liked, yeah, I liked Sadiq Bay at Villanova a lot. I was one of the guys I wanted the Knicks to draft later on in the second round. Who's that? I liked Sadiq Bay when he was at Villanova. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was a good solid. 3 and D wing. Um, yeah. I don't know, yeah, so I guess he's just inconsistent or something. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the numbers are coming around now, but I think that's because a lot of guys had COVID, so he was getting a lot more shots up. I think, I want to say Jeremy Grant was out, so we are missing a couple guys. You know how COVID's been this year, bro. Dude, it's fucking... Like, especially in the NBA, yeah. It's crazy, because every, every team's got a rotation full of yeah. G League players, like, now. That's what I was just about to say, yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't know what they're going to... They're going to do... They're going to have to do something, because you got to... I mean, this is yeah. this is... I don't know what you do. Do you like you can't keep testing players who don't show symptoms because then they have to go on the thing and you have to figure something yeah. out because this is a nuts. Yeah, I mean, easy, bro. it's just going to be like this forever if you keep. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's cr- yeah, it's cr- crazy. Kidding. I don't even remember what the shit's like without without COVID. What sports and yeah. stuff are like. I just hope they don't have to go back into a bubble again. Oh my gosh! That, yeah, that would be awful. Yeah. But, yeah, it's – man, we got the worst record in the league, though, so there's that. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you do suck ass. I'll give you that. If I complain about the Knicks, you, know, you guys have five or six wins. So. That's, yeah, and, on t- like, obviously I wasn't expecting, like, a championship run, but thought maybe we could at least make a push for the playoffs with this team, but like, whatever. I like Isaiah Stewart. I like – oh, yeah, I'm really not that high on his – uh. Kelly and Hayes, I don't think he's that good. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate because he was an international kid from, uh, I forget where, Germany or something. I don't yeah, know. I was going to say, he might be from Greece or something. I forget yeah. where he drafted him out. But he's a point guard. I, I was looking, I was really high on him entering the draft, but I guess he's just yeah. project point guard. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he was injured most of last year. Now this year he's... When he does play, he does he just puts up like like you said like Mitchell Robinson like he'll give you like seven points maybe yeah. six seven assists like nothing off nothing he doesn't stuff the stat sheet. 
I'll tell you who everybody should have drafted is that Franz Wagner, man. He's killing it right now. He's good. Orlando? The Magic. Yeah. Yeah. That kid is a stud. He can play. He can play. Yeah. But man. What's your guys' record right now? Currently 17 wins, 19 losses. Yeah. So, I tell you, mediocre. Hot Cavs are hot, man. Or they yeah. were hot for a while. They're 19. Cavs are young, 12. too. Yeah, but I don't know. I think the yeah, East, man. It, it look, I really want. I, for some reason, I think Chicago is a fun team to watch. Like they, they, I want them to to take it. Um, yeah, I they are definitely. Yeah, I, 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 it's I think a new team them, too, and they, yeah, they're very exciting and young. And in the Western Conference, though, I think it's going to be one of Phoenix or Golden State. I mean, I think that's for sure. Cool. I agree with that, especially once they get Clay back, man. Dude, if he comes back and he's healthy, <laughs> holy shit! Um, they already said he's practicing and he looks as good as ever. Somebody, obviously, they're gonna say that. Some somebody on the Warriors said that a player, but yeah, man, that's scary. That's a scary sight right there. They still don't, they don't even have Clay and they're playing at a high level. Like that. even even if he is like seventy five percent, yeah. He's still gonna. I mean, you know, he's still exactly. He's still one of the best shooters in the league. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's something you don't really lose unless your name's Marco Fultz. <laughs> Shit! What happened to that dude? Where is he? He's in Orlando, oh. I think, still, but he's injured. Oh my! Oh, he's been injured all year. I should say. That was supposed so to be the next James Harden. Oh my gosh, bro! I was high on him too when the uh, Sixers took him. I was kind of, kind of hyped. I was like, that'll be fun to watch, but they had a lot stuck. of hit or miss drafts. Yeah, dude, the Sixers. Yeah, yeah, you got Michael Carter Williams that one year, and he won Rookie yeah. of the Year. <laughs> that was supposed to be the next Rondo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it always happens. <clears throat> I can't really say much because the Pistons are the same way. Yeah, do I you mean, like your look- coach? Oh, yeah, I like Dwayne Casey. It's just the process, man. I mean, look, he basically built that team in Toronto, so. Yeah. It's all a process. He's a, I think he's a great coach, but. Yeah, yeah. There are talks of firing for some odd reason. Every time your team, you know, is, is bottom of the league, there's always going to be that kind of talk. Yeah. Whether it's his fault or not. But, yeah, it's a. Uh, Hmm. I mean, well, Nick Nurse won it. Yeah, he coached that that rapper scene where he, he's a good coach. I don't know why they let him go. But, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I can't complain in there. Well, you like your guys' who's your guys' coach? It's Tom Thibodeau. I like Thibodeau. Oh, it is Tibbs. Yeah, I forgot. I like him. I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah, yeah, that's. He's yeah. got you know he's got his flaws, but I do you know I I'm, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, Thibodeau is a great coach. Yeah, he is. It's just, again, it's the same thing with the Knicks. It's they need a superstar. Yeah. And, you know, the problem is they, you know, if they were to trade for one, that would like take their entire roster. You know, they would have to cut their entire team and blow it up. And (laughs) they do have a lot of draft capital, but I don't Uh, know. Would you like to see you guys make a push for Ben? I don't want Ben Simmons. No. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Not in New York City. Hey, um, He's got the mental issues right now. Oh 
I don't want that in New York City. <laughs> Yo, he would, yeah. They would eat him Mentally alive, bro. For sure. I mean, not the you know, Philly's one of the most critical fan bases, but you go from Philly to, to New York, that's yeah. The, yeah. Eh. And there's also the fact that you know, he's a good player, but I don't want my point guard not having a jump shot. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I just not in 2021, 22. I was gonna say yeah, it's rare where, where that even. I mean, you look at like the Celtics when they won in like oh eight. Uh, you got Rondo, but when yeah. does a winning team ever have a point guard who can't sh- start a point so guard? Long ago. This is shoot. a league where you need to be able to shoot. Yeah, exactly. Space the floor, especially your lead guard. Yeah, for well, sure. I don't want that, man. I don't want that on my team. No, thank you. I don't know why they haven't unloaded him by now. You want to make a playoff push, man. You got you're gonna have to trade him it's, for something. It's a big contract, there. dude. It's, it's, GMs yeah. don't want to pay that contract for what they're getting. There's a lot of teams interested. They said there are not a lot, but there were like that there has been probably four or five teams. It's just it comes down to the value. I mean, he's a good player, but yeah. do you want to pay all that money for that for a good player? Right. You know? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um but yeah, man, that's pretty much it. Um, I appreciate yeah. you coming on, dude. All right, man. Yep, anytime. All right, all right dude. All right, man. Yep. Well, all right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. That was episode 297, 297 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Hope you enjoyed it. Talked a little Knicks at the top of the show. Then went into some UFC with Tanner, Anthony, and I. Mike could not make it. Thanks uh, thanks once again, Mike, for joining. Two weeks in a row now, you've uh, done a spectacular job. Um, <laughs> no, thank you all. Uh, Mike will be back hopefully next weekend. And uh, the, the, it was a good job by Anthony and uh, Tanner. So thank you guys for joining. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you next time. This has been episode 297 of BD4. All right. Ciao. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. It's the best way to make a podcast. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm.